we've been canceled. I'm so sorry. Liz Truss has told us... We've been hacked by the Russians. Liz, no, Liz Truss has told us that we're not optimistic enough about Britain, the potential of Britain, and how young people are Uber-riding, Deliveroo-eating freedom fighters. So we've been replaced. What? Well, the problem is, because we record this podcast in the caliphate of Tower Hamlets, we just can't love pork as much as Liz Truss does. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever the reason, she has decided to give our RSS feed over to a podcast, yes, that's very optimistic, like those birds chirping outside. <laughs> they have the ticker mindset. She has decided to give our RSS feed over to a podcast called Sensitive Tycoons about how to make it in the modern economy of individualism and strength and being wonderful and nothing bad ever happening. And great t-shirts. Namaste, bros. Welcome. Namaste. Hi, guys. Oh, my God. It is such a blessing for me to be with you on this beautiful day. The birds are singing. Commerce is thrumming. And God, whoever she is, is smiling on us all. Guys, let's take just three seconds to pray. And then let's say who we are so we can help some more people, huh? Amen. Nice. Amen, brother. My name is Archibald Kingston Jones. I am the founder of a, a meal replacement supplement. We are currently in slight legal trouble uh, due to um, the state imposing too many restrictions on heavy metals and colloidal silver. We can they just, they, they're so afraid of what we can do, right? I mean, the health benefits that the market can provide, um, you know, there are side effects. Uh, blue skin, um, but it's good. That's good. Blue skin, white hair, a white hat. A guy tries to eat you. Blue sky thinking. Yeah, blue sky thinking. And you know what? The Smurfs had an amazing existence. Like, if we can become then, like fucking Namaste, dude. At the end of the day, the invisible hand massages us all. Hi guys, my name's Talia, Talia Van Dyke. I run a self-care empire and a motivational speaker, and I travel from female prison to female prison, teaching women how to love themselves and take care of themselves. Thanks. My name is Abdel Hakim. Spell Abdel Hakim. I am from Bahrain. I work in utilities, but I come to Britain to Bethnal Green, famous no-go zone to work on big project to protect Britain. That's so beautiful that you were both His government here, is small, but his heart is big. His, I mean, look, his aura is beautiful, but we have actually a traveling, a traveling guest. My man from the most beautiful country in the world, the biggest and most beautiful. Hi, yeah, it's, uh, it's me, uh, James St. John Smith. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm actually on a, on a bit of a cheeky lads weekend in, uh, in Prague at the moment, having, having a great time, uh, you know, just scouting out, scouting out some uh, potential trade deals, you know. Uh, I actually made my first, my first million in, uh, in Bitcoin, uh, currently, currently my only million, but still technically my first million. Um, and, uh, you know, I used to, have a, used to have a smoothie company, small bankruptcy there, but uh, no worries because uh, dad, dad kind of smoothed that over really. 
Um, and yeah, you know, lifelong Tory, first time caller. Let's uh, let's do this, guys. It's so beautiful you're here today, because I am not just touched. I'm fully grabbed by the fact that you are all here because we are going to inspire so many people. So this is a new podcast. Uh, we were commissioned to take over the Trash Future feed, which was like a bummer. Uh, it was diagnosed by a doctor to be a bummer. Full of wetters. It's like, we have to be happy, right? Or like, because the economy, the economy is like a measure of how happy everyone is. And if everyone's happy, then the economy's good, yo. Right? So like, let's be happy together. It's like my friend Jake Paul says, every day, bro. It absolutely is every mm. day, bro. That's beautiful. Mm. And, and my name, of course, is Bagwadi. Now, I was born Sebastian Miller, but I did like two months in Mysore, and I found myself very inspired by the people there. And so I decided that even though Begwadi is a girl's name, like gender is just an idea, and race is just an idea. Maybe in your country. <laughs> but you know what unites us? What Liz Truss, our commissioner, said, the Tory revolution was once fermented in the townhouses of Notting Hill. Oh my now God, speaking of fermented, I'm selling kombucha. Um, so if you guys like want a special code, it's like 20% um, off if you enter Talia Van Dyke. Anyways, I was talking to my yoga instructor the other day and he was like, stop texting Talia, but like also, you know, mindfulness. Talia, namaste. We have the charter of our show. The first episode of I Assume Many that I'm going to read out now. As we know, the Tory revolution was once fermented in the townhouses of Notting Hill, but now it's in the industrial towns and port cities where the call of freedom rings loudest, Liz Trust tweets. Free country, live free, hashtagged. Amen. Every generation wants their own version of hashtag freedom. Hashtag freedom to shape their own lives. This is about hashtag choice, hashtag destiny, and at for your UK. So this generation are hashtag Uber riding, Hashtag Airbnb, hashtag, hashtag Deliveroo eating, hashtag Freedom Fighters. Sounds lit. Sign me up. Beautiful. It sounds like... Oh, says Liv, Liz just left off hashtag having a few beers with the boys, but, you know, I completely agree. Sounds like my friends who joined Freedom Fighter in my country. They joined the Freedom Fighting group, Jabhat al-Nusra. Jabhat al-Nusra, Deliveroo, same thing. It's got the word job in it. Sign yeah. me up. <laughs> Is that going to be the app that prevents the nursing crisis that like the Ramoners keep saying is going to happen after Brexit? Yes. Job, job at al-Nusra, which yeah. has name job in it. It has job, it has nurses. I mean, outsource, you know what? Outsource to the rest of the world. When I made my first billion with only the investment of $50 million from my dad, right? Like he gave me like, Barely a percentage. I think your father came to my father. Well, let's just say it wasn't his first sword dance. <laughs> Both of their dads are on Instagram and their accounts are amazing. You should definitely follow them. But what Liz has done is she's taken us all who have been successful in business in the modern economy. And she figures if we can tell you guys something, then the economy can be better for everyone because everyone's going to think more positively. Are we ready to do that? I was born ready. I like positive thinking of Liz Truss. So, Truss mindset. I'm going to go last, but I was thinking everyone could share how they were blessed by God, whoever she is, with success 
in this life. Maybe in your country. Tali, if I could ask you one question. Yeah. Do you ever feel discriminated against for being too beautiful? Oh my God, all the time. Like every time I go to like a female prison, I just feel like they're like jealous of me. And like, yeah, no, sure people are like, no, they're jealous of you because like you're not in prison and they are. But it's like, I think it like goes deeper than that. And that's why um, I teach them self-love and self-care because like love is something that starts from within, like wherever you are in prison or like in St. Bart's. Do you know what I mean? No, I mean, I read this very inspiring story uh, just earlier today on the newspaper medium about... I gave Elon Musk a handjob one time. That's so great that you don't just do self-care, but you care for others as well. It's so beautiful how open you are. That's like what like Swami Keith said to me in Mysore, right? Is you have to be open to these kinds of experiences if you want to get real spirituality. So how did you make your first million? When I was younger, I went to an international school and I did not do very well. So I joined my father's business in oil, just oil generally. (laughs) And then I realized I was not particularly good at oil driving either. So my father gave me a small amount of money. Uh, He saw this video on YouTube Mm -hmm. of this other son who was like me. His name was uh, Wyatt Cock. No, Wyatt Cock (laughs) is a beautiful soul. He and I once did ayahuasca in the British Virgin Islands. And we saw the designs of shirts that did not yet exist. And it was a beautiful moment of creativity. I gave Wyatt a hand job one time. <laughs> no, there's... It was like me, Lena Dunham, and like Assad's wife. And we were just like all like really drunk off margaritas. And I was like, oh my God, Wyatt, nice shirt. I wonder what's under it. You know what I mean? Namaste, Talia. That's beautiful. <laughs> so he saw a video of Wyatt Cock. And he said, if Wyatt Cock could make billions... Then you, idiot, can do the same thing. So he gives me $350,000 to come up with a business idea. So I came to him and I said, I have this idea, but I need to go to Britain. He goes, what's the idea, son? He goes, I want to take ghost of Princess Diana, who is going to be at royal wedding this year, and put her inside. Oh, my God. The ghost of Princess Diana was such a bitch to me at the royal wedding. Like, I don't even fucking get me started. The ghost of Princess Diana gave me a handjob once. So put Only go- positive vibes. Talia. Put ghost of Princess Diana into machine. My father says, how the hell do you put ghost inside machine? I show him two documentaries. Ghosted shell. <laughs> Documentary. Very good. No Scarlett Johansson. Very good. And second documentary I saw, a bit longer. It's named Neon Genesis Evangelion. You watch Evangelion? I love documentaries. I think I saw it at Con this year. Was it the one that was, was it directed by Raoul Peck? Was no. it this sort of very beautiful, pensive, I, know, I think I saw it, I think I saw it. Go on, go on, go on. It's about spirits inside machines that fight, and no one knows why they fight, but they just do. No one knows why we fight. So I but say? We, but we, you know why we fight? Is we fight to make the world a better place. Creativity. Chocolate. Sorry, please. I'm so, so sorry. I come to Britain. Namaste. To take Ghost of Princess Diana and put her inside machine and put her on Britain border. And it will be protect the border of Britain once it leaves European Union. That's my business idea. That's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. Let us take a moment of contemplation for the beauty of this idea. So I was interning on a gap year for Ron Paul during his presidential uh, campaign. He loves freedom. I, Ron, Paul, Ron Paul and us 
have so much in common because we just think that people should be allowed to be the best they can be. Please carry on. I mean, there's no man who loves liberty more than Ron Paul. So, no, absolutely. I mean, as Ron Paul once said, I feel like what you've heard is give me a lot of bacon and eggs. But what I said is give me all the bacon and eggs you have. And I just think that says so much about the society we live in. It's like not only was Ron Swanson modeled after Ron Paul, but Harry Potter and Hermione Granger were modeled after Ron Paul. Different elements of his personality because he's a beautiful diamond. That's why the Harry Potter characters were always armed. They are. It's a libertarian parable. Uh, The Dementors came to Hogwarts. Um, They were unarmed. The teachers, the students at the school were armed. Um, You know, the rest is history. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's really beautiful, man. So I was interning for Ron Paul. It came to an abrupt end. Well, I did some consulting for Ron Paul back, I mean, in my old name, of course, as Sebastian Miller and not Baguati. Uh, I, I used to run a consulting company, and the Libertarian Party of the United States asked me to research what the average, the coefficient between the age of consent and the average travel time from the Libertarian Party headquarters was. And I just love doing pure mathematics like that. I'm so sorry I've interrupted you again. I mean, interrupt me all you want. Efficiency is... You know, it's a, a, it is a term of positive thinking within, you know, you introduce markets into the law, into, you know, the society. If everything was run on a sort of, a, you know, mathematically defined route, uh, people would be happier. Um, you know, all the great thinkers of the 20th century. I mean, if you believe in the, in the marketplace of ideas, the free marketplace of ideas, you've got to believe in interruption. And you've got to believe in disruption. And I think that's why we're here. Oh my God, I'm so glad you brought but that up. How did you make your first million and become exceptional? So, won it on the stock market. Um, had a you know, birthday present from my father. Uh, a few stocks here and there. Um, lost a lot of money. Uh-huh. Gained a lot of money. Okay. Um, sold, you know, we had mm-hmm. to sell our house, remortgage. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, and then... Uh, the capital gains on that, uh, we didn't need to pay. Like, it's always beautiful when someone's allowed to keep the fruits of their success because it shows us that we can be more than just human. We can be supermen. And yes. women, and women. We yes. can be super people. Yeah, that is what, that is what I tell all the women who um, make um, their underwear for my lingerie brand and female presents. Um, I... Um, I would just like to piggyback on what we were saying about Harry Potter. Like, I feel like it's a very, very important libertarian text, and that's why it's my mission for there to be um, a Harry Potter book and an Ayn Rand book in every female present in the world. Thank you. I mean, Hermione was based on Ayn Rand. Oh, my goodness. Of course she was. Absolutely. I mean, I think it could be my spirit animal. (laughs) I mean, look. We should collab and, like, bring your whatever drink to, like, every female present. It's called Jewel. Oh my god. Jewel. I love Jules. What's in Jewel? How is Jewel disruptive? What's it disrupting? Tell me, sell me, I love you. The brain the negative brain waves within your cerebral cortex are disrupted by colloidal silver. Um not available as a uh, digestive product within the UK, but you can outsource the production of uh, meal replacement drinks to you know 
crisis areas. Um, and it's so beautiful. This is like their economy has been destroyed, but you're saying, hey, something good can come out of that. You guys can have jobs, and we can all be genius super people who can do regressions in our own head and who know the difference between the different Disney movies. I Namaste, mean, bro. Namaste. That's where my story comes full circle. I learned the power of colloidal silver from the Libertarian Party, working with Ron Paul, my internship. He's one of my favorite pirates, to be fair. And so when did you start your company? It was 2016. Okay. Beautiful. A beautiful year where a lot of very downtrodden people in the world found their voice. Carly Rae Jepsen was in the charts. Can't argue with that. And a moment to play Carly Rae Jepsen's theme song, Down With The Sickness by Disturbed. So my first question, I think, is what does it mean to you to be an Uber-riding, Airbnb-ing, Deliveroo-eating freedom fighter? Just jump in when you have an answer. It was better than the two weeks I was in ISIS. Same. <laughs> I mean, I can go first if you guys want. I, I know sometimes... All I know is that Liz Truss, MP, had meeting with my father in Bahrain. A few months ago, I remember seeing her in the house. I was wondering, what is this strange blonde woman doing in my house? Is I thought my father had gotten rid of all the strippers. And she gave him t-shirt with hashtag, which say Uber riding, Deliveroo ordering. Uh, and then there was one hashtag at the back, which went drone building. So Liz Truss, is she starting t-shirt company? Maybe good CEO mindset. Guys, I can get you like really cheap prices to make t-shirts, whatever you want. Like there's a female prison in Iowa that um, is actually like really poorly regulated. So you can, you can get them to do anything. But you know what's so beautiful about that is that there's no one telling them what they can't do. So yeah, they go to prison, but then they can work doing anything and no one's saying, oh, you can't do that. Oh, you have to pay them so much. It's that they can get that experience. As a feminist and like suffragettes, like they, they fought for the right for women to work. And like, so what if I'm in prison? Like I will work like what you, oh, you're not going to pay me? Like, oh no, uh, what do you think you're going to stop me from working? I'm going to work. Do you know what I mean? Even within prisons. I mean, and be free. Exactly. <laughs> This is why this is why technology is so liberating for you know all kinds of minorities, including women. Because you know before, say like Netflix and Orange is the New Black, like no one knew that like women in prison could be actresses. I mean, to be honest, I actually I didn't think that women even went to prison. I mean, or I thought they just went to schools where they'd be taught by older women how to behave. And if they didn't hand in their assignment on time, they'd have to convince them to get a mark somehow. And that teaches them responsibility. I mean, the real prison is in your mind. This Namaste, is what I tell bro. my wife. I say to her, no, you cannot drive car. It was the second one. <laughs> you cannot drive car, but you are still free. You still have access to laptop. You can do Excel files. That's freedom. And what's amazing about that is she has the opportunity to make a tip account on Ethereum and go on myfreecams.com. Yes. yes, and this then is it. 
she can be beautiful for the whole world. This is, I say to her, why do you want to drive to shopping center? Why do you want to go buy sparkly, sparkly clothes? Why not stay at home, build your own, build your own clothes, build your own cryptocurrency. Make us more money. That is freedom. Oh, cryptocurrency. Yeah. Cryptocurrency. Oh. I believe we have a special guest from Russia who's only just there to hang out. Who's going to tell us all about cryptocurrency? Yeah, I mean, I'm so I'm so glad you've brought up the subject of crypto. I mean, it's a it's a real passion of mine, going back a number of years. Well, since since my uni days, really. Um, I mean, obviously, I had that first foray with the smoothie company, but really, I kind of I always knew that my future was in the financial markets. Like, you know, when I was at John's, they taught us, you know, be the change that you want to see in the world. And I thought, what am I if not the money? And uh, and so that's why I've gotten into crypto. I don't really want to go too much into the into the smoothie business, really. I mean, you know, like basically some Albanians made us some promises about hygiene that were not kept. Um, but I think that, you know, these days uh, crypto is getting a really bad name when what people don't realize is that like crypto can make everyone richer because it's one of the only businesses in the world that literally creates money. And uh, what I think about that is, you know, people say that, you know, I've made millions in crypto. People say that crypto is volatile. But, you know, like, what does that mean? What do we mean when we say volatile? Because, you know, so is everything, right? Nitroglycerin, my overly performative heterosexuality when I'm a night out with the boys. You know, all these things are volatile. I can attest to that. What Jay Shetty taught me was that I have to never sleep so I never miss a crisis so I can turn it into an opportunity. I heard on business podcast by Jay Shetty that the way to stay on your toes all the time to make sure that when business opportunity comes, you are not too slow. So I think there are lots of people who listen to podcasts like this who are inspired by you and you and the handjob lady. Thanks, <laughs> Talia, first of all. And I'm an entrepreneur. And I wanted to say that, like, you're talking about opportunity. And that's exactly what I tell all my girls on death row. I say, okay, so you, they're going to kill you in two days. That doesn't gonna stop you from, like, making thongs. Like, where's your work ethic? What did the suffragettes fight for? It's like, no, that's absolutely right, Talia. You're only the hand job lady in the sense that you hand jobs to ladies. Thank you. It's no, what's so beautiful. Anyways, about, are you still single? What's so beautiful absolutely. about that is that it's like these two days are the first two days of the rest of your life. And it doesn't matter what comes after that because you are going because to- Because I get to harvest her organs, right. Oh my God. And, and, and then, there is no end. They live on and on and on. Yeah, it's like if you can live on in, if your liver can live on in to replace a like San Francisco 20 year old coke addled like not yeah, psoriasis shriveled up liver, and help them live from the age of you know, maybe like 70 to 120, you might have saved a beautiful soul. And that's worth working together and making sacrifices. A beautiful soul is the name of my yoga pant line. Thank you. Swipe up link in bio. But I want to bring it back um, to a little bit of focus because what Liz Truss asked us to do for this, the first episode of our podcast, is what does being a freedom fighter mean to you? And I'd like to start with our Russian friend. Not our Russian friend, our citizen of the world. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've I've been living I've been living in Russia for the last couple of years, you know, using uh using some of the Russian I picked up back in the day at Chaus, you know, just uh hanging out, you know, seeing what's seeing what's going on over in the place. You know, actually, you know, 
Putin, he's not so far from the mark, you know, at the end of the day. Like, a lot of people, he's a misunderstood man. Uh, but first of all, I really, wanted to, I really wanted to finish what I was saying about crypto. Because uh, I'm hearing a lot of stuff about crypto in the news right now. I just think people have got it so wrong, you know. I hear a lot of people saying crypto has no inherent value. And, you know, some would argue that's because it doesn't. But when you think about it, neither does anything, right? Like gold, rice, society, the love of your fellow man. None of these things have inherent value until you assign them value with your own mindset, right? And that's why, you know, people say, put your money where your mouth is. That's what I've done. I've completely divested from conventional money, right? Like pounds, dollars, get out of here. Swiss francs, miss me with that shit, grandpa, right? Nazi gold, okay, my family still has some of that, but you've got to diversify your portfolio. Uh, sorry, what were you saying? How do I see myself as a freedom fighter? So, James, can I like totally disrupt this recording for a That's second? That's great. I love, I love disruption. Can I ask our listeners to spend five seconds thinking about how cryptocurrency is real so we can all together turn it into something more than just a way to buy child porn and murder? And it's drugs. all about visualization. Five seconds of visualization. Go. So what does being a freedom fighter mean to you? Well, I think ultimately, you know, in, in promoting the crypto revolution, what I am promoting really is freedom itself. You know, you're saying like, I'm not going to have my finances, you know, curtailed or reinforced or regulated in any way by a government which requires, which, you know, provides necessary public services. I'm saying, no, I'm going to put my trust in, you know, the hands of, you know, some nerdy people that I bullied at university. And what you're saying is with that money, I can do whatever I want. No one can trace it. You know, if I'm, you know, secretively paying for, you know, uh, prostitutes in Thailand to have an abortion, you know, that's not that's not anything my current employee needs to know about. And I think that's the kind of freedom that cryptocurrency gives you. It's fundamentally feminist of you. Thank you. It's fundamentally feminist to coerce a woman in Thailand to have an abortion using Bitcoin because it's outside of the realm of the state, which is abusive, by the way. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, because you're either pro-choice or pro-life. So if you believe in pro-choice, you believe in having an abortion. And you believe in Bitcoin. Or are you invested exactly, in Bitcoin? Yeah. I heard that you've been investing in another very cool venture. Yeah, Bustcoin. Uh, it's, a new, it's a new thing that we've got, we've got going over here with, the, with some of the boys. Um, it's all about, you know, we thought, what are, what are two things we love? Okay, number one, Bitcoin, obviously. Who doesn't love Bitcoin? The answer, people who are losing in the modern economy, right? Number two, what do we love? Busting, you know? So I'm thinking, you know, like uh, Bitcoin is my passion in life. But what is my other passion in life? Busting. You know, what have I been doing since, you know, those heady dormitory days of, you know, borderline abuse at Charterhouse? What I've been doing is busting, right? And so we came up with a new cryptocurrency blockchain platform where what it does is it, the way you mine the bust coin is by just, you know, just by jacking it, right? You just, you just bust to your favorite clips and that's how you, you know, create the necessary codes. I don't know. It's, it's the nerd shit, right? I don't get into that. I've got a guy who does that. He's Asian, right? You know, he knows about that stuff. What we do is the busting. We make sure that the investors are busting it hard to, you know, to look after their future and their children's future. And you know what? Like there are some prudes on the so-called left who are going to say that that's like utterly unconscionable exploitation of less powerful people by people with capital. But what you know are what they going to say at Facebook.com, Twitter.com, oh Guardian.com? Fucking tell me about it. 
I mean, like, you might as well whisper it right into Mark Zuckerberg's ear. You really want to believe in progress? You've got to get on Matt Hancock MP. It's the only social network I'm on. I've taken two improv classes. And so what I learned was that sometimes you have to misdirect because I love putting my data on Facebook because I know that they're incredible algorithms. They're going to serve me the products that I want. And I don't know about you guys, but I spend between 14 and 18 hours a day looking for products that I want. And if Facebook can do that for me, it's like, oh my God, win-win. I get the products. The products people sell them the thing. It's like, how come this wasn't even like in place in medieval times? Like, why couldn't like the king have recorded what everyone wanted, right? Like, how come it took us this long is my only question. You look at what happened, you know, after the Second World War, the state got involved. Maybe Margaret Thatcher would have had Facebook if we, you know, we hadn't had to disrupt um, the housing market. Um, so I think that in generations to come, we will look back at this time as one of growth. I want to do to Matt Hancock what Cambridge Analytica did for Facebook. Look, here's the thing. If you were in high school and you were fat and you did have unstylish glasses and you did give an hour and a half presentation on the corrupted blood scandal in World of Warcraft and what that meant for epidemiology in your media studies class, uh, then you need Facebook to let people know that you have a Lamborghini now and you're like a cool guy who can hang out. And like you have run up to Emily Ratajkowski and you've said, I'm a cancer kid. I'm dying. I need a selfie with you. It's my make-a-wish. You can ask him over there and point to a drifter. You know? I have a story about Emily Ratajowski. Oh, please. She's, like, she and I have shared a lot of experiences together. I have invited her to my palace in Bahrain. I say... Oh my god, is that for the feminist gangbang? Because I think I was there. No. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was wrong palace. <laughs> You are looking is that for where Elon, most of those handjobs happened? You are looking for Elon Musk. Uh, Elon Musk house. <laughs> I say to Emily Ratajowski, I you come with me to Bahrain. We will do nice things together. We will walk on the beach, go for a swim. I will let you control my drone over Yemen. She says, I am busy for next three months. I say, fine, contact me later on. Then I read in magazine that she is fucking married. To this guy who is not Bahrain Air, does not have drone. He has lips that look like they are pillows. They look like they, maybe she like pillow girlfriend, but on her boyfriend's lips. Anyway, so I'm just going to tell you this story about how, like, I met this woman. Um, her name was Monica in a prison. Um, it was a prison in Oklahoma. And we met. And I was like, why don't you learn how to code? Do you know what I mean? It's inspiring. Everyone should learn how to code. Everyone should learn how to code. And she's like, I haven't seen my family and I was wrongfully imprisoned. Um, and I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a lot, of, a, a lot of talking. I mean, I'm not she seeing a lot of learning. to fix that, right? Thank you. She's like, oh, I wasn't presented with a lawyer. And I'm like, why don't you build an app? And then like the app will be your lawyer. Right? It's like... The right to an attorney is like so yesterday. Like the right to learn how to code an attorney, like oh my god, so yeah. tomorrow. Well, it's like you know, give give a give a person a lawyer, and they might have their wrongful conviction overturned for a day. But teach a person to code, and they could come work at Buscoin. 
I mean, lawyers are just data and logic. Right? Like, Absolutely. The only lawyer I want is, of course, show dad, high IQ baller, the most beautiful fucking like spitter of bars in the entire world, disc king Jordan Peterson. He is good. I raise his book on plying hair. I become smarter when I leave Heathrow Airport. I go through the gateway. I go through Heathrow, check-in terminal. The lady says, can I see your passport? I say to her, I do not think that you are logical or factual enough to look at my picture and not get wet. That's the great thing about pillows. They don't get wet. You have a point. You have a point. That is why I ordered one. If I can take it back a little bit, because we have shared some beautiful experiences today, and I feel really inspired. You know what being a freedom fighter means to me? It means, it may, it, it means that I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and it doesn't matter if what I do means that oh, some people are chronically anemic. It's like if we... Do some yoga. Get over it. Yeah, right. It's exactly. It's like think positively. You won't be chronically anemic, right? Like you can use, but you can use my system with proper meditation to generate wealth yourself and use your own body as capital. It's like everyone's saying capitalism is like a fundamentally abusive and extractive system. It's like pay like a little bit of attention and be like a little bit mindful and you can understand how it can free all of us. And Except that's what, women in the prisons. And but even then, who paid you to go to the prisons? Capital. We're freeing them from their negative mindset. We're freeing people from their own blood. We're freeing people to be the best they can possibly be. I mean, this be. is what I say to women that I put in prison. I say, if you want to be free, build your own prison. You, are, you have the Can I visit them? Because I Escobar have like a project mindset. that I, I like could it. like really use some hands Oh my God. With. Tell you what's your project. Oh my God, guys. Okay. So, you know, iPhone cases? You know iPhone cases? Yeah, you've heard yeah. of iPhone cases? I mean, I don't use one because my faith in God, whoever she is, is enough to protect my phone. But some people, I feel, I feel need the extra reassurance. Okay, so it's an iPhone case, but it's like for CEOs because I feel like just like CEOs as like a like a group have been overlooked, and like basically it's like a life alert, you know, like a life alert, but like an alert for for CEOs to like press when they see people unionizing. That's so perfect because like they need to come together so we can all innovate the future. And like as much like, here's the thing. We all love everyone in this show, right? Right? We love everyone in this show. Can I get an amen? Amen. Namaste. Amen. Right? Like namaste. Like namaste, right? But like unions, like what do they do? It's like all they do is like stand in the way of someone's vision, someone's beautiful, uh, someone's vision to send a car into space playing the sweetest song that's ever been made, Space Oddity, obviously, right? Like, that was sick. That was the sickest thing that's ever been done by anyone, even when I played Tony Hawk with the cheats on and got a 15,000 point grind, right? That was sweeter. And the unions were trying to stop it. And it's like, guys, we have to work together as a species to enable these beautiful geniuses. And like, we need these people to be able to communicate with one another. So namaste. Tell I tell you that. a story of what happened when my employee tried to unionize. They say we work in your factory 15, 16 hours a day, earning next to little, nothing, and we are making your silly weapons. And this is where he would press on the button on the iPhone case, I'm just saying. I did so, not have an so, iPhone. So, I, so if I can interrupt, Tally, what does the iPhone case do? 
and then we can hear how it would be useful. It's just a big button. You press the button, and then it alerts, alerts all the other CEOs that someone is threatening to unionize. That's going to make the world a better place. Does it, does it sync with LinkedIn? Obviously, I got all my girls in all my prisons on LinkedIn. So then what happens is... Sorry, it's called locked in. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes I just, I just have spontaneous disruptive ideas. As you know, uh, locked in would be uh, the, the social networking app for people with Lou Gehrig's disease. And like, who has more in common? Who has more in common than women in prison? They're women. That's a category. They're in prison. That's a category. That's two, right? Like, it's a vanishingly small probability if you like, you know, work it out, which if you like study the STEM subject, you'd know, right? Which is why we have these incredible ideas and which is why Liz asked us to help people out. I mean, it's not feminism. It's not intersectional, right? Oh, my God. So you're going to help CEO Solidarity. So, like, basically, I was reading Lean In, right? Like, we all were. Like, I'm a, I'm a feminist, right? Like, Bhagwati is actually a woman's name, which I took because I believe, I believe that we should not only be transracial, but we all have to be transgender. And then you put it on your CV and you send the CV to your dad and you were like, where's the bias now? You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, a lot of people, they talk about, you know, helping more women become CEOs. But I say, what about helping more CEOs become women? It's like, what will we do without the CEOs? But like the CEOs are so white and male. Like, that's the problem we need to solve, guys. And we need to do it by teaching people how to disrupt. How to disrupt their race, their gender. Namaste, I tell you bro. one more Namaste. thing I did to disrupt unionization. So I found out that they were trying to unionize because they work 15, 16 hours a day in my weapons factory. Yeah, but you know what? If you love what you do, like, do you work at all? This is right? what I say. This and is, your mind's a weapon. This is, this is what I say. This is what I say. You are not mere worker, but you are part of the machine. And eventually, when you die, I will take your ghost and you will become the ghost in my machine. And then you'll guard the UK border. Exactly, my friend. Uh, but then they say, no, I want money to feed my children. They want money to feed my sick mother. So they gather in this house and they thought that I did not know this house, but I have a friend. His name is Mark Zuckerberg. And he gave me access to all their Facebook messages. So I found their location and one of my new drones paid them a visit. No more union problems. Yo, CEO Solidarity, bro. CEO Solidarity, my friend. Yeah, so that's like why my app literally just like whenever you see someone unionizing, you press the button and then it kind of like basically connects you to a network of other CEOs. And it's like this kind of like, I guess, like a union of CEOs um, that kind of like stops oh um, anything unfair happening to any of the CEOs. It's like, what if here's the thing, right? Like, what if all the genius founders and CEOs like what if we all went on strike? Like, how would society... Like, there is this good over? book about this. It is called The Fountainhead. No, it is not called Fountainhead. It is called Atlas Shrugs. Do you read it? Well, no. Here's the thing. Like, I, I, don't, I don't have time to read because, like, I'm like... Well, here's the thing. I'm always either meditating or I'm doing the ancient Indian art of Tantra, which I, of course, learned from uh, Swami Keith in Mysore obviously. Um, or I am meditating not on myself, but on the markets. And that's how I disrupt. So what I do is I listen to audiobooks 
at 10 times speed. And it lets me have the meditative contemplation of a child when the child watches Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. The only problem is it actually makes Jordan Peterson's voice so high-pitched that only dogs can hear it. No, only uh, dogs. It's the thing. Only dogs and people with a sufficiently high IQ, which is why we are all gathered here today. Namaste. However, there's one story of wealth, one ad- definition of freedom fighter that has yet eluded us. And what if, what if, listeners, what if that's the one that's for you? What if that's the one that lets you be blessed by God, whoever she is, with success? Well, first of all, I listened to Jordan Peterson slowed down because every word he says has so much poignancy, I think. Uh, he truly is the great thinker of our time. Indeed, I agree. Um, freedom Fighter to me is, um, you know, we are only trapped within the bodies that, you know, the unleashing markets have not, you know, we are trapped in a prison that is our body um, and we sell things to get free. Sell your mind on the free market, sell your body on the free market um, and everything within that can be sold for a price and can be bought back at a higher price. I have recently repurchased my liver, liver um, and made £2,000 profit on it. Oh, bro, you know what's beautiful? is that I know that that happened on my app. And here's the thing. I didn't forgive the commission because I respect you. I know. I gave something to you and we all gained from this. Namaste. Let us meditate for three seconds. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I think I think freedom nowadays is about, you know, everyone just being able to uh, be recognized as a complicated person. You know, people are trying to make the world too black and white. That's why I feel it's like, you know, what you're saying about the stuff with the drones. You know, a lot of people, they say that drones are bad. And sure, yeah, if you look at it, you know, drones have killed a lot of children in the Yemen. But on the other hand, if it wasn't for the drones, we wouldn't have all of that really sick GoPro footage of the Yemen being bombed. So, you know, it's, it's very much like, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Yeah, and like, I think like people complain about drones, but it's just also like, if a child in Kenya ordered something on Amazon Prime, how else do you think it's going to get delivered? I mean, you complain about drones, you complain about cars as well? Do you, do you complain about bikes? Yes, I say Do you this- not walk? I say this to the liberals all the time. I say, I say, yes, you may disagree with drones. You may disagree with the fact that my drones sometimes fire missiles. But bear in mind that my drones also deliver packages. Uh-huh. They also deliver good birthday cakes to small children currently in territory controlled by Lord's Resistance Army. And the Lord's Resistance Army... He's very much supportive of Liz's well, trust. Here's, here's the thing, right? There have been... They, they say she is disruptor and the values... Lord Resistance Army trying to disrupt civil society to create... They tried to stop Coney in 2012. But the sign of a perfect entrepreneur is that you will not be stopped. Coney had two good minds. He had big balls, but he had a bigger brain. And this is why he was able to elude... Kony succeeded because he did not allow those child soldiers to unionize. That's not how you win a dirty war in Central Africa, guys. It's like Kony's like weirdly good at trivia. We were having this like pub quiz, and then everybody was like, "Uh, okay, fine. I guess Kony will like be on our team." And then he knew the answers to like 
all of it. Like he has an encyclopedic knowledge of friends. Like uh, it's insane. Sorry. Like to be fair, I mean, cause we were in this trivia team together. It was a little bit weird that there was a topic called Lord's resistance army and like operations of the Lord's resistance army from like what, like, like 2003 to 2008. And right. That was very like weird and specific, but and also that really odd category, like famous public masturbation incidents of 2012. But what it taught me was... Guilty! What it taught me was the same thing that Malcolm Gladwell taught me, which is that if you want to be enlightened, you have to live it. Abdel, look, there's been a video circulating on Twitter. Oh, God, this is not that one, is it? Well, I, I, was, not, I was not wearing the pants. Well, no, I need it's you not to just, me. like... I need you to, like, tell me why. Like, this is... I need, I need you to basically reassure me, as an investor in... Northrop Grumman, why? Okay, like, it's, like, not even a big deal, but, like, there was one night where a couple of, like, uh -huh, thing was coming over from Yemen, like, obviously, um, and one of the missiles that uh, Saudi bought from America uh, just stopped working and flew into central Riyadh and exploded. How did you imagineer your way out of it? This is a tricky question. This is because a lot of our listeners have startup companies, and like sometimes their startups have flown missiles into central Riyadh, and they need to know from your wisdom. <clears throat> Let me tell you this, Aki. <clears throat> Let me tell you this. This story that my father told me when he was starting his business after he left the army in Saudi Arabia, uh, he had nothing. He had very little money. So he says to me that the way that he built his business, his big empire was that every day he dreamt about it he read this book called the secret have you heard of the secret it is the idea that if you imagine something for long enough it will become part of your visual consciousness and then you will succeed so i say this to people who are investing in missiles when you fire the missile imagine the whole way through the process the pathway the missile is taking and if you embed it long enough the missile will hit the target. The reason why the rocket did not work was not because of a technical malfunction. It was because the person who fired it was not strong-brained enough to control it with his mind. And this is why I say to all my employees before they come to my company, they must read this book, this very important book by this doctor called Dr. Michael Cernovich. It is called Gorilla Mindset. It's a really good business book. You know. I read recently on a Dr. Bronner's soap bottle that actually animals are the real people. It's Namaste, beautiful. bros. Namaste. And of course, I say bros inclusively. I say bros to mean all who are my brothers. And because I don't see gender or race or height or what kind of shoes you're wearing. Unless they're under six foot, in which case, bye. That is a beautiful sentiment. That's God's plan sometimes, whoever she is. Sometimes that's God's plan. Like the Drake song, God's Plan, which is banned in my country. Guys, what I want to do is I know we all spent a little time writing an address to the people who are listening to this song, the people who are in the council estates, the people who are routinely targeted by the police, the people who genuinely have no hope of making it. 
or who think they have no hope of making it quite reasonably uh, under the current set of arrangements. And we're all going to tell them how they can change their mindset to succeed. Try starting, harder. Starting with James. Um, well, I think, you know, the key is just to realize that, you know, reality is an illusion. You know, your current circumstances, whatever they may be, you know, it may be that you've accidentally used Deliveroo to order a missile strike on your own house. It may be that your workers are unionizing. It may be that, you know, some Albanians who at first seemed to be very nice were actually putting feces into your food products, which, you know, completely ruined your graduate business project. It doesn't matter. The point is, when you move into the, the virtual imagineering space, you can be whoever you want to be. Does a Bitcoin have gender? No, she doesn't. Does a Bitcoin, you know, tell you it doesn't love you anymore and it's actually more into your, your friend David? No, no, she doesn't. Uh, but what a Bitcoin will do is grow in value consistently, albeit with massive and potentially bankruptcy causing fluctuations, but ultimately moving onwards, moving upwards, opening up new markets and allowing you to invest in technology like, I don't know, you know, body pillows that are also drones. You know, that's, that's the future you've got to fixate on. James, thank you so much. Pleasure. Talia. Guys, I, Natalia Van Dyke, only have one piece of advice to give anyone. And the piece of advice is learn how to code. Just do it. Like, your possibilities are endless. I mean, I don't know how to code, but like, like I'm, I'm sure, like, once you do learn how to code, you do anything that you want. You could be employed by you. Oh my God, guys, we're like a girl gang. Oh my God, we're a girl gang in that like most of us are literally in prison. My, my business ideas are too good to share to you, but I will give you one piece of advice when it comes to starting your small business, which is to get your father very drunk before you ask him for advice. Archibald, are you ready to inspire the next generation of leaders? I mean, we've all come from nothing here. Right? Well, like, we came from nothing, like, because well, you and I, like, I remember, like, we actually, like, bit of a cheat, sorry, listeners, like, we met in, we met in the Johns, like, Oxford, sorry, James, but we met in the Johns, like, JCR, and I remember we had, like, such a deep conversation between going to the bathroom every 10 minutes, and ever since, I've been like, I absolutely want to do a show with this man who's inspired me so much. Man, incontinence is something that affects us all. It's so brave of you to talk about it. Oh, my God, James. Like, don't even. So, you know, apart from our private school tuition, our Oxford degrees, um, and, like, small pittances here and there from our parents, we've essentially come from nothing. All we had was the shirt on our back and what is inside us, which is spirit. Mate, it was definitely an Emmett shirt. Like, I know how you shop. I know how you shop, mate. You know, what we have inside. Yeah, but you have a beautiful shirt to reflect who you are inside. It's about being consistent. Mm. And you've got to wear what you want to project inside into the outside world, which is why, you know, you change your clothes, you change the outside of your body. Why don't we change what's inside? This is what White Coco tells, tells me all the time. This wear shirt to reflect your true values and also look good at discotheca. If you can't pay the rent, sell a kidney. If you can't 
you know, send your kids to a private school, sell along. You can buy a cheaper one, and then when they're finished school, you can buy back, use their earnings from their hedge fund to buy back your old long. It's, there, there are markets anywhere you look, some within the state, some in the dark net. You know, the, the internet has opened up so many possibilities for us all in crypto, in the blockchain, um, in organ harvesting. It's, it's beautiful. That's why I look up to Liz Trust so much. Because, you know, Liz has forged, forged into the Chinese markets for pork. But what they don't realize yet is that the Chinese markets will also be huge for organs. Guys, you know what we've talked about accidentally? And here's the beautiful thing. We've accidentally done the circle of life. I'm going to leave our listeners with one piece of advice because who knows we could be listening to the we could the next Elon Musk could be listening to us and about to send any number of like methods of conveyance into space a truck a boat a zoon a zoon a zoon I mean I want to know our zoon listener because they respect where they came from I want to know what Elon Musk is going to send into space I want to know what he's going to play I hope he plays something sweet like early oasis I, 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 because you know what? He's like us. He's like me. He's like all of us. We and the billionaires are in this together to make the world a better place. And you know what? What I learned from my company is that there are some people who, if everyone gives them their blood, will take the world and make it a little more beautiful. Guys, gals, pals, people. People. Yeah, like Justin Trudeau. Namaste. Persons. I want to say, I want to say not only thank you, but thank you to everyone who has joined me on this joyous day. Now let's make the future lovely. Lean in, bitches. I know where you live, and I there is a drone coming for you. Goodbye. An absolute pleasure. Goodbye, guys. Oh, oh, oh.